Hello and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I'm your host, the world famous, beautiful, sexy, multi-talented goddess, Keisha. Oh, and producer James is over there. Hi. All right, so I, I got to give you guys some updates. <clears throat> if you follow us on social media, you probably saw that we have adopted a new member of our tribe. We now have a chinchilla who we have named Van Gogh, which I don't know if we're going to keep the name or not because only James and I seem to really like the name. I, but everyone else is like, oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Which my mom's like, that's stupid. I don't like that name. Mm, I don't like that. That's just how she sounds. <laughs> James knows that is how she sounds when she gets on one of her tangents. Is that the correct term to use there? Yeah. She just, and she talks not, just, that's just how it sounds. I'm not going to say that's how she talks, but when it comes, filters through my ears, that is what I hear. Okay. So anyway, we have this chinchilla, which if you don't know what a chinchilla is, it is a rodent, which I'm highly, highly afraid of rodents of any kind. Once there was a how big do you think that mouse was that was in the house? We we had the doors open. It was a nice, cool fall day. We had the garage open. It was kind of cool outside. And, you know, I think a little critter just came in. He was probably maybe two and a half inches. Okay. So I'm in my bedroom. I'm in the bed. And you, you guys know we have a cat. So I have an ottoman, and I had this really long, because I'm extra, really long, pretty tutu um skirt that just hangs on an ottoman just to be pretty now the cat liam never normally touches it okay uh, because he is the height of sophistication he just doesn't go about tearing up clothes and such so all of a sudden this particular day i see liam kind of hitting at the skirt and i'm like uh hello sir we do not do that i'm like why does he why is he even paying attention to this and then all hell broke loose. You would have swore that King Kong and Godzilla decided to battle it out right in the bedroom because I saw that small piece of vermin. Vermin, trash, evil. I screamed so loud. <laughs> now, not only did I scream, I'm standing up. On the bed. On the bed. Damn near got my wig caught in the ceiling fan screaming and hollering about this mouse. I scared my daughter Skylar so bad, she immediately just ran out to the garage to get James. But by the time he got into the room, I was still screaming, but no sound was coming out. <laughs> yeah, I think the dog heard you, but no one else could. <laughs> so James is like, what? What is, I'm like pointing. I don't even think I can get the words out. You ever, and... seen, <laughs> you ever seen that scene in Scanners? Where like everybody's no just screaming. James, no, no, okay, no sorry. No, so no, you no. basically were pointing and screaming. No words. No words. No English. No sound. Just. Yes. So James is like, Keisha, it's just a small little mouse. To me, that was the equivalent of like the world's largest possum being in the room with us. Okay. It, it was gigantic in my eyes. It was, it was venomous. Um, it was there to ruin my life. So I just told James, we got to sell the whole house. I told him, burn the house. If we can't sell the house, burn the whole house down. I cannot live like this. So that leads us to now we have a chinchilla. After we had a hamster. Yes, we had a Chinese dwarf hamster. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules Hoens. R.I.P. <laughs> because he passed away a few years ago, which I fell in love with him. But it took me a while to get used to the fact that, okay, He's a new member of the family. Yes, he is a rodent. Rodents are why so many people died of the Black Plague. I just had to come to terms with it. So, And I fell in love with him. Now, the chinchilla is a whole new something something, okay? Because this motherfucker acting like when we come in the room to check on him, like he don't really want to talk to us. Like he side-eyes us. You know, he bit me. He bit me. And I'm just going to be honest. All the people that are in the house... No one has actually said it aloud, but all our asses are a little bit afraid of this little motherfucker, okay? Because he bites. Um, he has only three legs. 
We adopted him. He has three legs. And he hops about pretty fast, but the last couple of days, he has been pretty shady towards us, I would say. A little bit. Yes. So I'm just like, maybe he's not happy here. Maybe he doesn't like black people. Uh, he was not down with the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't know. He's just been side-eyeing us a lot, but still eating up all of our food and <laughs> drinking up all of our clean, fresh water. So, yes, we have a chinchilla now. Now, something else that occurred pretty recently. I take the dogs out every night, okay? That's my little piece. That's how we, that, this is our routine. We go out. They do their thing. I sit down. Now, last night, Sushi and Margo flew out the back door, and they're chasing each other. I'm like, go, boys. Go, boys. I like to see little two black boys just playing about because, you know, people in the world think black boys are thugs. They're dangerous, but not my babies because they have white. So, anywho, Sushi and Marvel are running around chasing each other, so I'm sitting down, you know, enjoying this, this moment in time. But then all of a sudden... I see Sushi, which, remember, Sushi's 12. He does not always move super fast, but he was moving lightning fast at this time. I see him zooming my way, and I'm like, okay, which, okay, I, I know you're excited to see me, but damn. But then I take notice that there's something that he's chasing that is quite large, and it is flying towards me, and it does a leap in the sky and then jumps behind me. Again, I screamed, no sound came out. Uh, the, 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 the table was damn near knocked over. The chair I was sitting in, I don't know how I didn't break it because I hulk handed when I pushed it off to the side. And I'm just standing there like, I can't live like this. I mean, I can live in the hood if I wanted to live like this, but we in the burbs, okay? We're in the upper middle class suburbs. And I don't know what this was. So I don't think I told James this. The thing that Sushi was chasing was the same size as the chinchilla. <laughs> they saw in my head, I'm like, was that Van Gogh? So when I finally composed myself, I go in the house and so I'll go upstairs to check and see if it was him because it was the same size. So, you know, I'm telling James and recapping the story, which he thinks that shit's funny. I don't. I don't find that funny. I feel like my life was threatened at that point, okay? He was like, it was probably a squirrel. What? Really? We are nice to the squirrels in our little suburbs, okay? We let them run amok. We will, we will cause traffic letting their asses decide to play in the middle of the street, okay? We're good to those squirrels. I'm like, I don't think it was a squirrel. And then James says, well, maybe it was a rat. A what? A rat, a rat? Do you really think it was a rat or did you just tell me that? No, I said I didn't think it would be a rat because I've never seen a rat in our neighborhood. Like, I've never seen one running around. I've never heard people talk about rats. I don't know if we even have them. Look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to draw up a picture. <laughs> it's going to be a fucking werewolf by the time you're done with this. I'm going to draw up a picture of what I saw in my mind, my artistic interpretation of the danger that was approaching me rapidly. Why don't you just take a picture from Prince's Bride of the R-O-U-S-S, because that's exactly what you're describing. <laughs> well, I'm scared, James. of unusual size. And James doesn't sympathize with me whenever I get afraid of things in nature. Case in point, this morning, we're on the phone, and I'm retelling the story about what happened last night and then all of a sudden he hears screams again he's like what is going on? i'm like a fucking dragonfly was flying towards my head i just feel like maybe the backyard is not the place for me <laughs> I, I i don't know well the backyard's not the front yard's pretty questionable i'm not sure where you're can go I, mean, I, I grew up on a ranch so i grew up outside so all this nature stuff is cool with me and that's why he has a fucked up personality like the one that he has right now. Okay, so moving right along, I just wanted to make a special announcement that this week I was the guest co-host on the Pink Shade podcast, which, look, I'm such a fangirl of Aaron and Mary Payne. I listen to all their shows weekly. I listen to the 90 Day Fiance recap, and I listen to the Love After Lockup recap. So I got a chance to actually be on their show 
and we recapped not love after lockup we recap 90 day fiance so you guys if after you listen to this show look listen to this show first the in its entirety then hop on over to the pink shade podcast and give it a listen so if you are a friend of the libra lounge you know what time it is it is time for the gab we know she has a really big mouth which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. Okay, so this has been kind of a slow week in regards to celebrity news and gossip. I mean, I really had to go searching for something, and I have nothing juicy, have nothing good, so I guess I'm just going to have to take shit and shine it all up and make it pretty. <laughs> okay, so I know this is really going to piss producer James off. Kim Kardashian, because we cannot go a week without talking about the Kardashians, is set to host Saturday Night Live in October. Okay. Wasn't there a point in time where you have to be of talent to be able to host Saturday Night Live? Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, you used to have to be funny. You have to, yeah, be able to host, be funny, be able to act in sketches. I mean, you know. I mean, what talent has kim kardashian shown us other than cultural appropriation and dick sucking and dick sucking and getting your back blown up by ray j and putting up with kanye's crazy ass shit what else is there to kim i just i just hope the entire show is nothing but kanye sketches that would be funny but they won't do that. But they won't do that. She exactly. won't allow that because exactly. she's going to want to see. She's okay. But she, so now she's going to become an executive producer or producer of Saturday Night <laughs> Live. And she's not going to approve anything like that. But you know what? If she were smart, she would. That's what I'm saying. Like every time you have one of those kind of hosts, you keep thinking maybe they're going to like not take themselves too seriously, make the right kind of fun of themselves, actually make something enjoyable to watch. Yeah, rarely happens. I think that she should just probably say, I am Kim Kardashian and this is Saturday Night Live and they just played the whole Ray J sex tape. That shit's still entertaining all these years later. True. That's her best acting job ever. I wonder if she going to go all Met Gala on us again and dress up as a Dementor from Harry Potter? Face all covered up, all dressed in black, looking like a shadow, looking so. like a nightmare. I hope so. That would be pretty funny. So... I'm not going to watch it. There's just no way, no how I'm going to watch or host this. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in, oh, God. Since Eddie Murphy was on there. Yeah, like 15, <laughs> When it used to be, like, super now. funny. Now, okay, I will say that I do, every Christmas, I do go back and I look for uh, Dick in a Box. Dick in a Box with Justin Timberlake when it's a Christmas gift. When it was funny. When it was funny. I don't know that it's been that funny in a long while, but it no. must, someone thinks it's funny because it's no. still on. no. 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 You don't have to be funny to be on the air anymore. You know that. Yeah. You, ah, wait a minute. Did you? I don't I, mean what, you. What? I, mean, I thought that was you were directing that towards no, me. No. I'm saying you've seen enough shit on TV to know you don't have to be good or funny or entertaining to be on TV for a long time. Here's the thing. All you have to really do is be rich. Wendy Williams. Uh, okay. Wait a minute. You know, Wendy not doing good. Really? We're in the hospital is, again. Is deforestation finally uh, finally affecting her? <laughs> if you don't stop comparing this woman to a Sasquatch <laughs> she's a Sasquatch. or something in the wilderness, yeah, she's back in <laughs> rehab like her show's on pause. I feel like that's selfish, though, to put the show on pause where you could use me to host Wendy's show. Exactly. Yeah, I can't fuck it up any more than she already does. No. And I don't do coke on a regular. You don't faint? You don't No, fall. I don't pass out on. No, I don't pass out on camera. You don't terrify the villagers? No. I mean, I, my nostrils still have cartilage in them a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I wear good wigs. I just think that they should have hollered at your girl. That's so just too. me. But speaking of being rich, you know, for you guys that may not know, we are in the Houston area. We're right outside of Houston. But don't nobody really know the town that we're from, so we just tell everybody we're from Houston because otherwise they just look at us like, what? Who? What's happening? Y'all from the country, huh? No, okay. Yeah, we no, we are, but we not. We're from that town that couldn't swim during Harvey. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't really make the news unless it's about uh, bad weather or, weather or shootings. True. Yes. So anyway, uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott took little Stormy to the Houston Zoo. 
because they're fucking rich. So I'm assuming that, like, here's the thing. This is what's so messed up about it. It has been like, what, hello five degrees here in the Houston area. We have finally got just like a little poop, a little poot of cool fall air. So this is a good time to go to the zoo. But oh no, we couldn't even do that because it was shut down because Stormy's ass wanted to go to the Houston Zoo and see the animals. Did they shut the whole zoo down? Did well, they, they, they You did know, they? They, what they usually, I'm not going to say they shut it down, but usually what they do is they get, get them a certain time that they can go visit by themselves and not have to be, you know. Oh, amongst the regular people. I personally, I think if I'm ever rich and famous... I'm gonna still want to be around. Okay, I'm lying. I'm gonna do the same. You don't want to be around. I don't want to be around now. people now. Mm-mm. I barely <laughs> want to be around you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's just one of the perks of being rich. But it, it 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 reminds me of this story. And if you are a friend of mine or a friend of James, you've heard this story before. Early on, when we were dating, okay, I don't even had I had I given you some already. I think so. I, yeah, I'd already get. I'd already put them. That on. was our first date. Shut the <laughs> Don't believe that because producer James and I went to junior high school together, high school together, and we graduated together, okay? So I've known him for many, 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 many years. Do not try to be, stop trying to hold me out like that, James. Okay, so this was when we were early dating and, you know, I was at my desk at work and I get this email from him. It's an invite to an event. That is at the Houston Zoo, which I love animals. Just not rats, just not <laughs> possums, stuff that look like that, okay? Um, so I'm super excited. I'm like, okay, this is great. The event is called Feast with the Beast. So me, being a sane person, I can see that this is a charity event, and we're going to be learning about how to the preservation and the education of animals, correct? We wouldn't educate the animals. Educate people about okay. the animals. <laughs> so as I'm scrolling through, scrolling through, and then record scratch. And I'm like, this motherfucker thinks that we're about to go to the zoo and eat zoo animals. He thinks that we're going to be having penguin tartare. We're going to be having filet of elephant husk. Is that, do they, hell of it, what is it, was it tusk? What is, the, what is it their nose thing Trunk. called? The trunk. Oh, the trunk. Damn, I had that all wrong. Yeah, Tusk could be pretty fucking tough. Yes. He thinks that we're going to be having uh, whale caviar. And just, who thinks like that? So I call him, and I'm like, James, you do understand that we're not going to be eating zoo animals, correct? He says, got silent. We're, long story short, we didn't go. <laughs> He was greatly was so disappointed. disappointed. He wanted like lollipops hanging off of antelope horns and things <laughs> like that. That is what he thought. But I, it was at that moment like, I must really love his ass because anybody else, but I cannot deal with you. I guess I didn't read it as feast with the beast. Maybe I read it as feast on the beasts or at the I, zoo. I thought it was like an exotic tasting thing. I really, I really did. I swear. Of zoo animals. I mean, in Houston, we had Sammy's Wild Game Grill. Okay, is that place. is a restaurant. That I is know, not the zoo. But it had it, you ate wild animals. I thought, yeah, I thought we were going to go to the zoo, have some nice, you know, exotic flavors, and learn about the animals that we were eating. I okay, thought. so he knows that I only eat de de designated foods. Okay, <laughs> I eat beef from cows, pork from pigs. Uh, chicken from chickens, <laughs> and I eat fish. That is it. Now, James comes from a family of hunters. My dad is a hunter, and so are his brothers. But when they go and they kill deer and things, no, don't bring that to my house. No, 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 no. I'm on the rocking on the side of Bambi. Bambi has already been traumatized by the death of his mom. We're not going to continue down this legacy. No, we're not. But James, however, go through the list of foods that you have eaten. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, we did this the other day. Um, so everything in America, pretty much except for maybe porcupine and beaver. Wow! I'm just I'm just thinking through. I mean, all the deer, elk, bear, antelope, um, alligator, rat, snake, uh, nutria, possum, no raccoon. No. I haven't eaten skunk, but who the fuck would? 
Um, well, well, who the fuck would eat any of the other things you just listed? <laughs> Cajuns. Well, we ain't Cajun. I am. Oh, now you're Cajun. You're not Irish. My f- mom is from Louisiana. She's from somewhere else. She's from Lake Charles, Louisiana. She's from somewhere else. It's All deep right. down south. Anyway, but uh, I'm not gonna and, say and, how south it is. It's hot. And I've also traveled to a few spots around the world. So I've had, I've had horse. Uh, I've had you know. Um, Red Deer. I've had uh, you know a few different seafoods from different places. So, so just work. to piggyback onto the story about Feast with the Beast, I am looking at the Houston Zoo's uh, website, and these are some of the things that I see. Donate to save animals in the wild. Conservation stories. Saving wildlife reports. Okay, there's nothing about you know, eating any of the zoo animals. What better way to raise awareness than by making them delicious? It worked for Asian fusion. It worked for Gordon Ramsay. Why couldn't it work for animals? Speaking of Asians, uh, our next story is about the Korean (laughs) pop band, B2S, who has just blown up all over the world. Now you guys know sometimes I just can be very simple-minded and, um, I just focused on because my my daughter loves Korean culture, all of that. Just she loves it. She's about the music. She's about the artwork, all of it. So of course I know about the band BTS. I wasn't thinking that hey, you know what? They're from Korea, and Korea has that thing when once you turn a certain age, you have to go to the Korean army, correct? Yeah. All right. So I was talking to Skylar, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm smart here for a second. What are they going to do when the members age out and they have to go to the army? And she said, well, considering that BTS is bringing in the most money to Korea right now, they are extending it by a year. So let's say they turn 18 and that's normally when they're supposed to go. I don't know if that's a real number or not. They are now saying that they can wait until they're 19. This is how I see it. If I were a member of the 15 member group BTS, because it's like 50 of them. Okay. No, they would it be racist to say they all kind of look alike? No, it's not racist when it's absolutely true. They really do, and their their skin is like extra powdery, powdery white. They just, I think that's too many ways to split the money. I, I just do. You think they're actually splitting money? They're not splitting a damn thing. So they are. They're indentured servants, basically. So they don't get rich. They get as rich as their their record label. And Korea lets them. Okay, so let's go back into the Korean army. All right, so yep. every, is it every male? I think it's every male has to enlist in the army for what is it, two yeah. or three years? I think it's two years. I, I think it's kind of like Singapore, where you, you, if you're there, you have to go and serve. Okay, so imagine me as being a, let's, let's say I'm the lead singer of BTS. And they're like, okay, um, so Kay Owens, it's now your time. You've come of age. We've already extended it by a year. It is time for you to go ahead and listen in the army. First of all, I'm going to act the motherfucking fool because I'm going to be like, look, do you not know who I am? I am the face of BTS and I am making lots of money. I'm a motherfucking ambassador. I ain't going nowhere. I would not, they would have to hang me. Well, it's funny because you said you're the face of BTS and it's the same face as the other 25 members. I know, right? I'm just like... Are you? I couldn't tell. I'm like, no, y'all are not... No, no, I'm doing too much well, for this country. Well, you'd be the only black one, so... Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit dark, tell. a little darkness in Korea. My thing is this, it's like I'm doing Korea a big favor, okay? You're not about to tell me what I can and cannot do. And who are they at war with? Like, why do you exactly? Need... Why do they have to go to war? Why do they have to go to the <laughs> army? I'm like, look, it is clear to you that I'm about smooth high notes and, <laughs> and buttery beats <laughs> and buttery beats and sizzling choreography. I am not made to be in the army. I'm not a fighter. Okay, I am a singer. I entertain the world. You are not. To... What's the president's name or the dictator or whatever he's called? No, this is South Korea, so I don't. I don't know who it is. They're not. It's not North Korea. No, they're from North Korea. They can't be. Why? Because North North Korea lets nothing out of their country. I'm okay. I'm pretty sure it's South Korea. 
I'm pretty sure. The only Korea that has fun. Really? Yeah. No, I think that we're both sitting here typing, trying to see who can find the answer the the fastest. But I could have swore Scholar told me that they are from North. Search, search. Korea. Search, search, search. Hurry up and search. Okay, so anywho, while we're looking up that information, South Korean band. It's South Korean. Okay, I see it. They are a South Korean band. BTS, also known as the Bangtan Boys. Okay, member Korean. Band. I don't care if it's North Korea, South Korea, East Korea, West Korea, d- Dirty South Korea. I'm not going to no fucking Korean army. Period. So when we get back, we're going to talk about things about our spouses that annoy the ever loving fuck out of us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Leave Your Lounge with Keisha. I want to remind you guys uh, to follow us on both Instagram and Facebook. You can also listen to and subscribe to our YouTube channel, iTunes, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, and then I'm sure producer James is going to say some other things that I just, you know, I'm surprised I remember that much. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find us. Why didn't you just tell me to say that in the beginning instead of me go? You have me every week listing out. Why can't I just? You, you think that's funny, don't you? I kind of do. All right. So <laughs> that leads us to our discussion for the day. <laughs> Things that our spouses do that annoy us. All right. Producer James, we both, since we've been together, we've been together between dating and marriage, like 12 or 13 years. Okay. We both have been through various weights throughout our togetherness. So when producer James is at his heaviest, he has a, I would almost describe it as chronic snoring. Oh, it's apnea. It's full-blown sleep Okay, apnea. all right. So I'm a person who quite enjoys my sleep. Um, I don't like to be disturbed when I'm asleep. So imagine me sleeping next to a fucking grizzly bear every single night. It was so bad, I tell you, sometimes the room would rock. There were nights that he would snore so loud, it would piss off Sushi, who would then bark at him as he snore. I'm like, I'm gonna kill both of them in the morning. I don't know who's gonna go first, but I'm gonna kill them both. So literally, it's like, in my left ear, I've got snoring, in my right ear, I've got barking. I can't really get mad at the dog, because hell, I wish I could bark at him too. (laughs) So I'm telling him, I'm like, James, look, your snoring's out of control. I'm not able to sleep. When I do fall asleep, you wake me back up. This has got to stop. But here's the thing. No one who actually snores ever believes that they snore. They always think it's just a tall tale that everyone just decides to make up about them. For what? What, what, what would I gain by telling you that you snore? So his denial just pissed me off even more. So one night I decided to record him snoring. All right. Now, the first thing I did was we had my mom and my brothers over for dinner and I just played it. And my mom goes, well, what kind of animal is that being killed? And why do you have the audio on your phone? I'm like, no, 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 no. That creature's quite alive. It's a James. It's a James. So I did. I think it was a few nights later. The snoring was back, full vengeance, so recorded it again. But this time what I did was I got his cell phone and I changed his ringer, his ringtone, tone. What is it? Ringtone? Ringtone. Ringtone to his snoring. He didn't know about it, so I'll let you tell the rest of the story. So I go to work and I'm sitting in a meeting and I usually have my phone on vibrate, but she had turned it on full blast. And right in the middle of the meeting, there's this horrible sound that no one could pinpoint. And we look around, like, what the fuck is that? Is 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 there's a there's a, a water pipe about to break somewhere? Is part of the ceiling about to come down? What the hell is that? And sure enough, I reached in my pocket and I could feel it, and it was me snoring on my phone. And then he tried to get mad. That I had done this. I tried to. He tr- okay, there's no such thing as James getting mad at Keisha. That just doesn't work. Uh, he's tried it a couple of times throughout the years. It just, in the end, it, he just figures it's not even worth it. It, it. it is like a grizzly bear trying to fight a what? A great white shark. Yeah. 
ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna. It's gonna lose. It's gonna lose every time. So that's one of the things that he does that it, that just really annoys me. Something else that James does that an, annoys me is uh, our daughter Skylar, who's he's a little spoiled princess. You know, oh, yeah. she's actually uh, in both our phones. She's Princess Skylar in both phones. Um, she has a bad habit. Now, now, granted, she's 19. She has her own car. She has her own cell phone. She has her own debit card. I mean, footloose and fancy free, right? She has a incredibly bad habit. Uh, it's always usually around 9 o'clock, right? Yeah, it's 8.30, like 9 o'clock. Yeah, 8.30, yeah. 9 o'clock hours. She'll send James a text, and it usually starts off with, James. Yeah. James, um, I sure would like a blizzard from DQ. How about you? And I'm just like, where are you going? I'm going to Dairy Queen. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, why can't she go get it? Her... That's my baby. I've got to go get it. I'm like, all right. So then there was another night that he's <laughs> on his... Just to be fair, this happens probably three or four times a week. Every week. Like clockwork, okay? Um, he's driving home. He's like, I got to make a stop by Target. And I'm like, well, for what? He's like, well, Scholar just texts me and there's this new vaginal wash that's a buy. It's a black, female black owned business. It's selling out and she's got to have it. And this is at 930 at night. My response is, unless that bitch's pussy's on fire, there's nothing she needs for her vagina at 930 at night that my <laughs> husband has to go get for her. Okay. <laughs> So the other night, again, it's about nine o'clock, nine thirty, maybe, maybe close to ten. I'm getting out of the shower. Um, she scares the hell out of me, like the demon seed that she is, by opening the bathroom door as I'm about to come out with a big ass bag from McDonald's, talking about, "Do you want some fries?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> of yes, I do. Are they hot and fresh and crispy?" And I'm like, why do you, did, I'm like, did James go, go go out and buy you just just fries? Not a meal, not a drink. A basket of fries. A basket of fries. She's like, well, ugh, this time he didn't actually go out. He door dashed it for me. Like, are you, what is wrong with the two of you? <laughs> do you guys not see anything wrong in anything that's being done right now? And like he said, this happens at least three times a week every single week she doesn't dare ask me to do anything like that because she has a fear of being cussed out and traumatized so she doesn't ask me these questions but she knows that he will stop whatever he's doing and he will go get go and get it now mind you producer james works about an hour away from where we live she doesn't care this man's trying to get home he's fighting five o'clock traffic and she'll be like ooh, ooh, james you know what would be really good? A snow cone. No, it wouldn't be a snow Boba. Boba. <laughs> I need boba. I Not just, just tea. Let me go find special tea with a special thing in it. Yes. Just for her. Because I'm Skylar and I'm a lazy ass bum. That's how I look at it. <laughs> and he I told you, I have an ulterior motive. I really do. I have motivation. I want to set an example of a man for her that's so ridiculously high that only someone who truly loved her as stupidly as I love you will pass the test. That's so dumb to me. Well, that is just pure dumb. You are teaching her to be like, she will be 99 years old and she'll be texting you in the middle of the night. No, she won't. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not me. Okay, so what is, okay, producer James uh, has been married before. How dare he? Okay, how dare he? I don't care how long we we're married. I will still randomly say, remember when you was married to that other bitch? What were you thinking? Well, you had perfection right around the corner waiting on you. Okay, so what is something between your two wives, me being the best wife, of course, the prettiest, the funniest, the sexiest wife of them all? What are things between the two of us, or if, if it was just things from her or if it's just things from me that annoy you? Don't well, talk about my snot shirt. No, shit. Well, there went one. Okay. Um. Wow. I mean, go ahead and talk about the damn snot shirt then. No, I mean you've you've. Uh, yeah. Okay. This snot shirt. Okay. <laughs> Let's just get into this. 
So, you know, Keisha is a woman of challenging allergies, we'll say. <laughs> challenging they're, they're allergies. Challenging. Okay. They, so she has them all the time, all day, every day. Yes. And, uh, I mean, she just creates copious amounts of snot. <laughs> that means a lot. Because uh, he knew I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> so... So here's the thing. Most people would use like Kleenex or paper towels or would something, you know, something that is meant to be used to blow your nose on it. She says those don't provide enough grip because I didn't know you were trying to climb a goddamn mountain on your nose and you needed huge amounts of friction, huge amounts of gripping strength, you know, just to blow your fucking nose. So she will use, she'll grab a t-shirt. Now, mind you, most of them have been mine. She'll grab a t-shirt she thinks I ought to be tired of. Like, she'll go and pick one out of the closet. Like, this motherfucker don't need to wear this one again. I mean, look, if it's white, if it was both white and it is now a dark gray because you refuse to use bleach on it, it needs to be, no, it's no good. So she picks out a shirt she thinks ought to be used for this purpose. Then she will blow her nose on it. Now, granted, she doesn't throw it away like it was no. a one-time use thing. No. No, that's wasteful. That's wasteful. The shirt goes not on her bedside table, because that would be gross. It goes on the floor next to the bed. On my side of the bed. On your side. Not disturbing faces, anyone. Which faces the master bedroom door. It's the, it, it's, it's the presenting side of the bed. What you first see when you walk in a room and go, wow, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? And why is a dog licking a shirt on the floor? Okay, let me let me just tap in real quick, okay? Because I'm going to give you the facts behind it. If you are someone who suffers from allergies and sinuses, why do I sound like an Advil? You sound like an Advil. If you're someone who suffers, someone who all suffers from the allergies and sinus conditions, we got something for you. Yes. It's not it's shirt. shirt. Um, <laughs> if you suffer, you know, year long, if you blow your nose in a Kleenex, that is not is not able to hold like what I produce. Like a normal damn person. Yeah, it's not able to hold what I produce. I need something strong. Bounty paper towels is not strong enough to hold what I blow out. So I use, I mean, it's almost like recycling, okay? Something How? How the fuck? I'm gonna tell you, okay. okay so you know, you know the, the symbol for recycling is the little arrows that go around, it all comes back. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, picture me this. Picture this, picture <laughs> this if you will. The shirt, the cotton shirt that does not need to be worn anymore becomes my snot shirt, all right? I use it for about two weeks. Years? Two weeks <laughs> until it's kind of filled up. Now the part that really just, <laughs> so there's no more space up. for me to blow till I'm actually kind of scratching the tip of my nose a little bit because the boogers have hardened so much. Yes, so two weeks, two weeks, three weeks, I'm really pushing it, okay? This is what really grosses him out. This is the part that he cannot take. It just bothers his soul. Is that sushi, my beloved, sushi he loves to lick the snot shirt. The salty little treats you've left him. Okay, so he, he, he licks on him, but it's this one thing that he does that just Jay's like, I can't. He is so comfortable and in a zone when he's licking it that his back legs just go flat. He's just flat, loving his salty treat. It is natural, just like breast milk. It's like a fat kid who just lays on the buffet at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like, it, it's literally, you ever seen a fat kid who climbs up on top of the buffet and just starts eating the pizza on his belly? Yeah, That's no, what like, no, looks no like. One's, no one's actually seen that happen, James, unless and, you were that fat kid as a child doing that. Shut up. <laughs> so the snot shirt is one, and it's just something I just can't. Because Keisha's not a filthy person. She's messy as all fuck. Yes, I am messy. Very messy. and and But not filthy, not dirty. But, he won't let me be. But that is just weird i think that's the one that bothers you the most that bothers me the most yeah probably the most okay is there another um let's see yeah oh boy so keisha is not a domestic 
She's no. not a domesticated creature. Yeah, well, you're beautiful and sexy the way that I am. We're not meant for the domestic lifestyle. Yeah, unicorns Negative. don't. Yeah, unicorns don't live well in stables. It, there you go. So, number one, she's definitely not domestic. She's not a housekeeper in any way, shape, or form. Um, but what she can do is <laughs> anything the first time perfectly. Oh. And it pisses me off every time. So. Anything she tries for the first time, she's really, really good at, and then never does it again. So yeah. we had a chili cook-off at the high school. <laughs> she's never made chili. Nope. She doesn't even like to cook. Nope. Everything she makes, she says she makes with hate. Hate, so, and, hate, 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 and sweat. Hate is the spiciest spice. Yes, it is. So she decides to enter this chili cook-off, like, I don't know, what, the night before I think. No, because I was in. I was one of the people hosting the chili cook-off, so oh, I had known yeah. about it okay. for weeks. So she wakes up the morning of the cook-off. I think turn-in was like like maybe 8 o'clock, whatever. I think it was like at 9 o'clock and yeah, had to be it's there. in the morning. She starts cooking at about half an hour before that. Because I have to go to Walmart first, which I'm not a big Walmart person, but that was the only store that was open during the early morning hours for me to get the ingredients for the fucking chili. Yep. No recipe. No experience. Never made chili before from scratch. No. She makes it, hands it to me, and says, would you take this shit up there? And I'm like, as soon as I get dressed, I'll be up there. Damn it. So I take it up there, blind judging. No one knows whose chili is whose, as it should be. And this cheek wins. She wins the chili cook-off with no experience, no plan, no recipe. Didn't even even want to do it. Didn't even show up Wasn't even there for a while. (laughs) And one, yes, that, I that did. is the story of everything with her. I have to sit and plan and design and engineer and make sure I get something half-ass right the first time I try it. She just walks between the fucking raindrops and just does it perfectly. It pisses me off to no end. I'm happy for her. I oh, I can't. Her. No one can. We, no one will be I able know, to tell I'm, you're happy for I'm me. I'm proud. <laughs> I'm proud of all your accomplishments. It just it it just angers me because it. Perfection seems to come easier to you than it should. I mean, I can't help. I got it in my DNA. I guess. I, it's black girl magic. What, what else have you done? Let's see. There's other been other stuff, too. Okay, but uh, we'll be right along. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we get back from this break, we're going to continue with this, but we're going to switch it over a little bit. The things that our parents have told us throughout our lifetimes, that's just not damn true. We'll be right back. All righty, Ruth. So now, uh, you know, uh, I own a boutique. And so producer James and I were here last night, and we were just kind of getting things ready for the next day. We got some new inventory in, Sassy Class Boutique in the Houston area, but you can also shop online. <laughs> so we're here, and producer James is listening to one of his nerdy-ass podcasts. What, what, what was this one? That was uh, Seth Andrews, The Thinking Atheist. Okay, so I, I'm kind of moving about, and I, I, I'm hearing, you know how you're listening, but not really listening, but I was listening to the podcast, and then something caught my attention, and it just made me laugh. So this woman calls in, and she tells the story how her husband didn't like to take the kids to the ice cream truck. Well, they were poor. Well, they were poor, okay, so they couldn't afford it, and he didn't want to tell the kids no. So what he told his kids was that, Whenever the ice cream truck comes and there's music playing, that means that they are out of ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking genius. That is genius. But some of the things... What's even better is they they have to tell every single neighborhood that they're out of ice cream. Yeah, that they're out of ice cream. (laughs) So this led me to start thinking about some of the things that my mom told me that as an adult, I'm like, wait a minute. There's no truth to that. Okay. And she didn't do it for the greater good. She just, the bitch was just lying. I just, she just wanted to lie to me. So one of the things that she, I grew up thinking was that if you have something, since we were talking about chili, let's just say a can of chili, you open up a can of chili, and if you don't use all of it, and if you put the rest of it still in the can of the refrigerator, you can't eat it because it's poisonous. <laughs> so... In my 30s, <laughs> in my 30s, I'm like, wait a minute. She's got 
got a can of, like a half can of peaches in the refrigerator. But isn't it poisonous? And she just finally told me it wasn't true. She doesn't want me eating out of a can. So you create this whole lie that I carried with me from childhood into my 30s. Granted, I'm only 41, okay? So that was just within the last decade that I was like, that's not true. Well, here's the fucked up part. Why was she putting poison back in the fridge? I don't know. <laughs> it just, like, it, I, you should I be don't able know. to check that pretty quick. But I, it's your mother tells you, yeah. so you do it. So here's something that she does that producer James, it just frosts his cookies every time she does it. And it frosts his cookie, cookies extra because I just follow it. Because there's just certain things that we do, we don't know why, but it's, my mama did it. My mama said it. Just what my mama said. I think we all have things that our moms have told us that we just do it. We don't know what the story, the backstory is. We don't know if it's in, uh, if it was part of Reader's Digest. We don't know if it's FDA approved, but it's mom approved, so we do it. We're so, all a bunch of little water boys. Mama said, mama said that. Pretty much. So a lot of black older women and Hispanic older women, and I'll probably say Indian as well, they have this real big fear about night air. Okay, night air is the root of all evil. Every illness comes from night air. Okay, so if it's cool outside, you have better not fucking even think about washing your hair. There's no way you're gonna catch a cold and then you're gonna catch pneumonia if you wash your hair and it's cool outside. But as an adult, I'm like, but I'm on the inside of the house, therefore, I'm protected from the elements. So therefore, ah, uh -uh, Keisha, ah, uh ah, -uh, uh -uh, turn that ceiling fan off. Turn that ceiling fan off because ceiling fans, they are like, you know, lower level underneath the night air, okay? Um, I had gotten a tooth pool, and this was when Skylar was doing Little League. And, um, you know, certain parts of the year, Little League runs into the nighttime, right? So I'm going out there because I was uh, the dance team director. I said, mm. Put some cotton in your ears, Keisha. Put some cotton in your ears. Put a scarf over your hair. Wrap up. Because you don't need that night air. Uh-uh, that night air. So the night air was somehow going to create an air pocket in the tooth that I got pulled that was going to poison my whole mouth, and then the infection was going to go into my blood, and I'd die. Okay? This is the... So... This is the same shit that I tell my child. I'm like, uh-uh, Skylar, what? Check the weather before you wash your hair because you cannot <laughs> wash your hair. If it's, look, cool to my mom, too cool to wash your hair is it's like 78 degrees outside. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. And then the next day, you better make sure your head is completely dry. You can't leave the house. You know why? Because you're going to get pneumonia. Oh. Yes, you're going to get pneumonia. You're going to... Get pneumonia. So what is something that Renee, Renee, that's James's mama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, mom, of course not perfect, no, Renee. No, 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 it's not perfect. It's just my, my mom is a very, um, analytical, very, yeah, very rational, logical, like Vulcan kind so of So you're trying person. to say that my mama not rational and no logical? No, it's not that. That pretty much sounded like what you said to me. No. Um, I'm going to tell my mama. But, but my, my, my grandmother would she would not answer the phone after sun went down mm -hmm. because that's when bad news comes okay i'm gonna piggyback off of that one yeah so if so she told us don't don't answer the phone after after the sun goes down only bad news comes at night so my mom has a thing where if it's thundering there's a thunderstorm you don't talk on the phone and you don't take a shower I, my so my my dad would tell me don't take a shower during a thunderstorm because <laughs> somehow go ahead yeah but i think you looked it up one day you're like okay there's a tiny bit of logic behind it but it was something that happened like when people had to fucking bathe outdoors it was something that happened where yeah where the, the pipes were so bad back in the day that if you were holding a pipe at a certain time and the house got hit before they had lightning rods and understood how to ground shit like there is always like a tiny nugget right of truth in those things yes. and they just take them to a really weird unreasonable place yeah and my mom really likes to take it 
to an unreasonable place. For example, um, I used to be badly diabetic for about what, two years? Yep. Something like that. I'm no longer diabetic. It's been many, 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 many years. If my mom catches me drinking two diet, diet sodas, okay? Now, when you're diabetic, they tell you not to drink regular sodas, <clears throat> which I still follow that. I just got so used to drinking only, you know, diet sodas, zero sodas, what have you. If she sees me drinking two back-to-back diet sodas, she's like, oh, okay, you just want to get diabetic again. <laughs> I'm like, but it has no sugar in it. It don't matter. It's all the same. But it's like not. <laughs> and if you try to tell her something that your doctor, the medical professional who graduated from medical school, well, the doctor said, oh, that I don't know what I'm talking about. Really? Yeah. The, but yes, she does. I don't, I, I don't know. We were, we were told about candy. Like, uh, uh, Strangers with a Candy was, like, the, the scariest thing yeah. you have to watch out for, period. Like, that was, like, what we were told for Halloween was, like, let somebody check your candy. Yes. I'm sure everybody was told that. But they talked about the razor blades and apples, which yes. never actually happened. And also, never got an apple for Halloween. Yeah, that's true. You know, um, my mom told me to do the same thing with Scala, but I'm like, I'm not fixing to do that. I have time for that. She just going to have to take her chances with it. If she wants that goddamn candy, <laughs> that's the risk that you are taking with your Halloween candy. Because I'm not, because I'm not really expecting for me to go through each piece of candy because there will be a needle inside of it or there will be poison. Okay, so if there's poison inside the candy, how you want me to find that out? You want me to try? <laughs> Is that, how are we going to be able to tell if there's poison in this table? This. Yes. So that's funny. So the candy apple with the razor blade thing was never true? It never happened. The, the, only, the only case was a man who was, I think, abusing his daughter. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like a random person's. It, it was one of those things where there was a nugget of truth, mm -hmm. and it turned into some bigger uh, urban legend if you will. And our parents just run. My mom is probably, I think I've met a couple of other people whose moms are just as bad as mine with these, what do we call them, urban legends, old it's wives tales? Superstitions. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, superstitions, old yeah. wives tales. Yes. Um, I, let's see. Well, my, my, my one grandma, I love to death. Um, she, uh, she would try to tell me that ozone was bad like the ozone layer ozone layer was bad the one that we weren't supposed to use aerosol the ones that keeps us from burning burning up. to death yeah. now so, why was it bad this so, had to be opal this was this not so yeah this was okay. my grandma opal and um she would she would she believed that ozone was bad so every time you the tv talked about you know they have the ozone warnings yes where it's like low ozone and it's going to be really sunny and bright lots of ultraviolet rays stay out of the sun she would she saw it as ozone warning and she actually said one day i hope we get a big wind to come blow all this ozone out of the air <laughs> that they're warning us against so we, ozone was bad she had that shit all the way twisted oh uh, completely <laughs> completely so bottom line is old women are liars okay <laughs> when we get back i'm gonna award the bitch please of the week from the lever lounge So I was talking to producer James earlier today because I realized something. I was listening. I was listening to a podcast. It's called Reasonably Shady, and it's uh, Giselle Bryant and Robin Dixon from the Real Housewives of Potomac. And so I can't remember what they were talking about, but and it just it had never dawned on me. She was like, you know, if he's talking about the R H O P, which you know all the Real Housewives, what it was the acronyms. So they're all R-H-O, and then the last is like whatever city that they're from. But what I discovered was, oh, my God, my initials are R-H-O. I'm destined to be a freaking housewife. Bravo, Andy. 
sign me up. I am ready. I am ready. And when we do it here in Houston, the Real Housewives of Houston, you know how each city has, you know, something that represents where they're from. You know, you've got Atlanta. They've got the peaches. Well, we don't hold ribs <laughs> since we're from Houston, Texas, okay? All right, so the bitch plays of the week for the Lever Lounge goes to Jen Shaw from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now, Salt Lake City, I think we're about to be on episode three, has been fire already, mostly because of Jen Shaw and her raw antics. She's under investigation right now. I think she goes to trial in February for money laundering. It's like laundering, fraud. It's a lot. Like she could go to federal prison if she's found guilty. This bitch don't care. Her opening tagline this season, knowing all of this is being documented, is going to be watched and used as evidence, is the only thing that I'm guilty of is being Shaw-mazing, because everything is Shaw-something, because of their last night. I thought it was pretty funny, but... How about Shaw raped in the prison shower? (laughs) Whatever. You? Shaw stabbed with a toothbrush. Okay, you know, he always got to go there. Shawshank. Y'all know how white people are. (laughs) Shawshank. She's going to be Shawshanked. (laughs) So, um, on this Sunday's episode, she, you know, her and Heather were a spoon coon last season, then they had a falling out. Jen likes to get on the Twitter and make a complete ass of herself, and she likes to repost things that people post saying bad things about her friends, which to me, that's the same thing as just you made a post about it, okay? So uh, Almost endorsing it. Yeah! I mean, for you to like it, that means I agree with what you said, or at least I think it's funny. But if you repost it, that is just the equivalent of you saying right hey, what Hey, look that what is. this person said. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this past Sunday, Jen calls up Heather because she wants to work on their friendship. So they meet up. They meet up in this really cool place. It's like a, it was like a big igloo. <laughs> like it was like an ice castle or something like that. Okay. So they're sitting outside and they're talking. <laughs> And Heather's like, Jen, I have a problem with the things that you have said about me that I have proof of. She's like, I didn't say that. Heather's like, okay, I haven't told you what was said yet, but here's the evidence. (laughs) She shows Jen her phone, and there's screenshots, okay? There's screenshots from text messages that Jen has sent, and there's screenshots of Twitter things that things that she said on Twitter or things that she's liked on Twitter about Heather. And so Heather's showing it to her. She's like, Jen, you said the only the what did she say? She compared Heather to uh, a manatee. She said oh, she damn. looked like a manatee. And then she also said that the only movie role would be if she were do if she was gonna be Shrek as a, in a movie role, <laughs> where she and then she's calling her a racist. She's just saying that she buys her dress off of uh, from Dress Barn, all kinds of stuff. So she's literally holding the phone up to Jen. She goes, Jen, this says Jen Shaw, but I didn't write that. That's not me. Then who is it? Well, um, it's just not me. You have to believe fifth. me. And I'm like, is this bitch? Like, she's is, practicing. Is this what she's going to do on the stand? I see better. But she was doing a pretty fucking good job with it because <laughs> the bitch never lost. She never went out of character. That ain't me. But it says Jen Shaw, and it has a little circle check saying that it's, <laughs> it's from your official certified. page. Mm, that's not me, girl. You know me having other people check my uh, Twitter. But if that's true... Then they're speaking on your behalf when they say these things. But this one says, Jen Shaw just said. <laughs> yeah, and there's even like, well, what about the text messages? <laughs> Jen, that's your phone number. Mm-mm. Girl, I didn't got my phone number changed. I mean, it was just every, every single day. excuse. Which, hey, if you're going to tell a lie, you need to commit to the lie. This bitch committed all the way. She committed so much to the lie that Heather says, you know what? I'm just going to choose to believe you. <laughs> See, she reverse broke her. She, first, she reverse and, it, and it worked. So that is why Jen Shaw Maisie gets the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge. We want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. Make sure you check out my um, co-hosting gig that I did earlier this week on Pink Shade. And you have to go back and listen to all the episodes of Pink Shade because Mary Payne and Aaron are hilarious. And, you know, I don't think anybody's funny. I don't even really like people, but they are so funny. And I genuinely do 
like them. So thanks to Producer James for doing what Producer Jameses do, and we'll see you guys next week. And remember, hashtag LLL, lose Lonnie Love. Oh, don't even get me started on that <laughs> okay. shit. All right, we'll see you guys next week. It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.